Hi, besties. You're listening to Long Distance BFF. I'm Tristan. And I'm Samantha. We're your new best friends. Each episode, we'll dive into friendship head first. We'll talk about celebrity friendships, heartwarming friendships, and maybe share some tips to keep your friendship strong along the way. We're the friendship experts. Hi, besties. Hi, besties. Thanks for being here. How was your day? It was great. How was yours? It was really good. We were rainy today. Really? We had some sunshine. Oh, I bet you're enjoying that because you guys had some rain, right? We did. We had a lot of rain. Yes, we had some tennis matches canceled, which was breaking the hearts of some some girls in my house. (laughs) I bet. (laughs) So yeah, but the sun's been out. Tennis matches are back on. We're back to being busy, busy, busy running all around. Oh, good. Well, it's about to get busier because we are going to talk about Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. Yay. I love these two. I do too. It was really neat because their friendship reminds me so much of ours. I know we're just a little less funny. Oh yeah. We're definitely less funny and less famous (laughs) (laughs) and less rich and less rich. (laughs) We'll say that they are hilarious together. I love the movies they've done together. Yeah. They've done lots of movies together. They, the one I haven't seen though is sisters. Mm -hmm. That one looks really good. I'm putting that one on the list. Yeah. Me as well. And I did like, they did baby mama together. They were on Saturday night live together. Mean girls. Mm -hmm. Wine country. That one was a good one. I haven't seen that one. Oh, you have to watch that one. It's about a bunch of girlfriends. Like you need to watch that one. Okay. I will. I'll look for that one. So I didn't realize that they have been friends for so long. They met in Chicago when they both did an improv touring company called Chicago's Second City back in like 1994. Yeah, that was a long time. They've been friends for forever. Yes. And they said that their connection was pretty much immediate They just kind of sat in the back together of this room and just talked and became great friends, realized they had so much in common. They both obviously had these huge ambitions and big ideas for where they wanted their lives to go. Yeah. And that their ambitions were pretty much on the same track. They both were comedic women that wanted to act. Yes. So then, so they worked at this improv company together, became great friends. And then I think Amy Poehler was first to move to New York city for some job she got. And then later Tina Fey followed and started on SNL. Tina Fey was a writer on SNL. And then Amy Poehler got a job there. And Tina Fey kind of, she said things were going great for her there. But once Amy Poehler got the job, she just thought, yes, this is great. My best friend is here. Yeah. And it took like a lot of convincing. She had to convince her to come there. She was working with the Upright Citizens Brigade, 
And so it took a lot of convincing. Yeah, that was so cool. And then the two of them just took SNL by a storm. So they were the first two women co-anchors for the weekend update skit that they do. I went back and I watched some of their improv from Chicago's Improv Olympic. They had some like old videos on there and they were pretty, they were pretty funny. I mean, they were old. Good. Did it like hold up? Like it was funny today even. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, it was improv. They had a idea of where they were going to go with something, but then the rest was just improv. Yes. That's hard to do. It's really cool that they've stayed friends. It's just so cool that they're careers and their lives always kind of circled back to each other. You know, they met in the nineties, did SNL together, and then they started doing these movies together. I just think that's really cool that they always went back to each other. Yeah. They always came back to each other. There was never any doubt of their friendship. I was listening to one interview with Amy Poehler and she was talking about how she feels like her and Tina are married. (laughs) Yes. And I love the pranks that they play on each other. Yes, they do play a lot of pranks on each other. And apparently they're really expensive pranks. Yes, I saw one where Amy Poehler said she filled Tina Fey's trailer with rats. Yeah. I don't know if I like that prank. Please don't ever do that to me. No, no, I will not be playing that prank on you anytime soon. Thank you. It'll it'll be snakes. No. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Honestly, for me, those are better than rats. Although I did play a prank on you once. We went and got massages. Oh my gosh. When we were in Tahoe. Yes. And then we're sitting there waiting. Yes. And yeah, this guy comes in and Sam kind of nudges me and she's like, oh my gosh, I hope I don't get the guy. <laughs> and right when I say it, he's like, Samantha. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so I go back, I get my massage and it was fine. It was professional. I couldn't relax really because it's a man touching me. I don't know why that makes a difference, <laughs> but he did a great job. And so Tristan gets her massage therapist who is a woman. And when we <laughs> meet at the end of it, I ask her, did your massage therapist massage your breasts? I was like, <gasps> no. I'm like, oh, good to tell someone (laughs) because mine didn't either. (laughs) That was good. I just remember my jaw dropped. (gasps) (laughs) Yes. And then there was a prank where Tina, I don't understand this one. This one seems kind of crazy. So she painted all of the cars or she had an assistant paint all of the cars in Amy's neighborhood white so she would wake up and think it was snowing. I I didn't get this one either. So I feel like there has to be more There's a story. There's got to be more to it because just painting them white. Yeah, I don't know either. So Tina and Amy, we need you to come on our podcast <laughs> and, explain and explain this prank. <laughs> oh, and I love how we always prank our kids too. Yes. My daughter still remembers when we put on, the, we put on face masks, you know, the ones that make you look really creepy, those, you know, with the big eye holes, they're and they, like, the, push them onto your face. Yeah. They're the paper, they're the paper face masks for like 
moisturizing your skin. I had this idea. Our kids were all playing together and kind of playing hide and seek in the dark and outside. So they were already a little freaked out. So we put on these face masks (laughs) and we look so creepy and we're like hiding in the dark. We turn off all the lights. <laughs> turn off all the lights. And we were trying to make noises so they'd come over and we got them good. Yeah. So just like little rattling noises, like what what was that? Or like a scratching noise, just really soft, trying to get their attention. Mm-hmm. And then when they finally come around the corner, we jump out with our face masks. Scary on. masks yeah. on. That was good. We got some screams. Right. Who knew a skincare <laughs> mask could turn into a <laughs> scary mask for kids. <laughs> yes. And that makes us the cool moms. Like in Mean Girls, Amy Poehler played the cool mom. Mm-hmm. So it seems like Amy Poehler always plays the silly, goofy, weird one in their movies, right? Mm-hmm. She played yeah. that in Mean Girls. And Tina Fey was the normal, you know, teacher, counselor to these girls, baby mama. Yes. And baby mama, Amy Poehler was the crazy surrogate, Mm -hmm. but in the movie sisters that we were talking about that neither of us have seen, I watched some clips and it looks like it's maybe the opposite that maybe Tina Fey is the crazy, silly, goofy one. And Amy Poehler is the more normal. I mean, I think they're both pretty goofy, but Amy Poehler is more normal. Okay. That makes me want to see it even more because how neat to have like roles reversed. I know it'll make it really interesting. Okay. So back to baby mama. Okay. Two questions. Okay. First question. Would you ever be able to be a surrogate for someone? So yeah, I could do it for somebody. I could do it for you. I could do okay. it for maybe that my... was, that was going to be my second question okay, yes. do it for me. Hands down. I would do it for you for free. Oh, like it would just, <laughs> I would just for free. Wow. <laughs> I have a question for you. Another one. <laughs> Third question. <laughs> right. <laughs> just, kidding. just kidding. I'm done. If I needed to for say like my brother or something for his wife or or any of my cousins, my first cousins, I could do, I would, I would probably do it for any of them. Yeah. Oh, that's great. I would do my second pregnancy (laughs) if I could be promised that it was like my second pregnancy and not my first pregnancy. No, that's true. Cause your first pregnancy was terrible. It was hard. It was rough. You were sick the whole pregnancy you barely mm. gained a pound. I think you were lighter going mm-hmm. into labor. <laughs> but I swelled up at the end. Yes. <laughs> I was so swollen. Yeah. And then it took me six years to get pregnant again, just because I was like, I can't do it again. I had to, I had to, it took me six years to forget what happened the first time. Right. But this has a happy ending. Like your second child, you had a great pregnancy. It's true. Yeah. So yeah, if I could do, if I could be promised that it was that pregnancy, then I could be a surrogate for you. Yeah. And that's probably it. Well, I'm glad that you would do it for me. That's sweet. I would, but like I said, there would be conditions. (laughs) (laughs) I've already had two kids. I don't need any more. I know. I think we're both pretty well and done. So 
Tina Fey and Amy Poehler, they each have two kids. So Tina Fey has two daughters and Amy Poehler has two sons. And they've talked and joked about how they would love for their children to get married someday. They said they'd be the best mothers-in-law. They have a bit already planned for the wedding. They would sing and have great speeches. So I kind of want to see that. I think that would be really cool. Yes, absolutely. That's so funny. I would not be heartbroken if Rusty and Austin got married. (laughs) Me either. I think that would be so sweet. (laughs) I think they're too much alike, though. They're two little rascals. Honestly, I don't think they could ever get married because they look at each other like cousins. And Rusty still calls Austin baby Austin? Yeah. Or has he grown out of that? He's grown out of calling her baby Austin, but... You're he still, did for years. He did he for her years. baby Austin. It's like and she's not a baby anymore. <laughs> I know. And they share a birthday. They do. That's right. They, they share, share a birth date a few years apart, but they do share a birth date, which is really neat. Special connection between the two of them. I know. That's really sweet. It makes it a lot easier for me to remember her birthday. Same. <laughs> <laughs> Same. I know. I always know when it's time to start shopping for Austin's birthday presents. I'm like, Ooh, I need to, I need to send something to Rusty. Yes. So I was trying to think of my favorite characters that Tina Fey and Amy Poehler have played. And without a doubt, my favorite role that Amy Poehler has played is Leslie Nope from Parks and Rec. That by far is my favorite. And I was having trouble deciding what was my favorite for Tina Fey. I've never seen Parks and Rec either. I've never seen 30 Rock. I'm not a TV show person. It's clear. (laughs) (laughs) I've watched a little bit of 30 Rock, but not enough to know everything about it. Like all the characters of it. It's just like, Mm -hmm. I've seen it on a few times and I've watched it, but Parks and Rec, I've watched the whole thing beginning to end. And I would love to break down someday, Leslie Nope and Ann Perkins's friendship. So you may have to watch a little Parks and Rec. (laughs) Okay. I'll do it. I'll do it for the pod. (laughs) Well, I have to say one of my favorite scenes in a movie ever is from Baby Mama when Tina Fey is visiting her sister Maura Tierney. I don't know her name in the movie, but it's Maura Tierney, who, by the way, my husband has a crush on. He told (laughs) me once years ago that he thought she was pretty and now I hate her. (laughs) He'll never live it down. (laughs) He'll never live it down. But he, um, in this, in this scene, she's visiting her sister and her sister has kids. This is kind of one of the reasons why she decides she wants to have a baby is because, you know, of all the, her nieces and nephews around her. So she's visiting her sister and they're standing there talking and the little baby runs in like a two or three-year-old child and Maura Tierney leans down and she's like, what is all over you? What is on you? It's like something brown. And she goes, is it poop or chocolate? And then she (laughs) licks it and she's like, oh, it's chocolate. And Tina Fey goes, what if it had been poop? 
<laughs> yeah, that is a really funny, funny scene of that movie. That is one of my favorite like movie scenes. I always remember that one. Yes, we do crazy things as parents. <laughs> it's true. I mean, I would never lick something if I was afraid that it might be poop, though. No, <laughs> because that's just in a movie. No, I've never done the blind swipe in the diaper either. Ooh, you no. see some parents do kind of a blind swipe with their hand or finger. Mm-hmm. No, I, I never did that either. I always, I mean, I did, I smelled a butt before I've held the baby up to my face, butt in my face, give a sniff. Mm-hmm. I've done that before. You know, course. one time I, luckily I missed this. I had just left for work. Austin was, you know, a year old mm-hmm. and I had just left for work and we had a nanny and the nanny came in and my husband was still there. Then he was getting ready to leave, like getting in the car and the nanny ran out and she said, Josh, wait, I need your help with something. And so he, he goes in, he's like, what's going on? And she said, Austin got into her diaper and it's not good. Oh my gosh. So Austin had, you know, done the whole, I'm going to play with the innards of my diaper here and like rubbed it all over the crib and the wall. So oh. <laughs> I mean, good for Josh. Cause I would have been like, you're the nanny. See ya. So but he she... was like, he was like, okay. So she took Austin and put her in the bathtub and he cleaned up the crib and the sheets and the wall. That is a two person job. That's a two person job for sure. I don't blame the nanny for saying, wait, (laughs) you don't pay me enough to do this. Yes. (laughs) I don't have enough arms. (laughs) Yes. But I, I did miss it. Luckily I was already at work. Dodge that bullet. Mm -hmm. So both Tina Fey and Amy Poehler have books. And they've written about each other in the books, which I think is really neat. It shows how much they credit their friendship and each other in their lives. You know, I think that's really cool. If, if I wrote a book, you would definitely be in most of the chapters. Oh, same, same. Yeah. (laughs) Without a doubt. Yes. I think that's really neat. I got to say that I love them on award shows. They're so funny together. Yes. I love that they always are putting them together because not only are they best friends, but they are a good comedic team. They are. They have really good timing together and they just complement each other very well. They know what they're doing. This isn't their first rodeo. They can walk into anywhere and you know, if you see both of them, it's going to be a good time. There's no way that they walk on stage and people think, oh, I'm not going to be laughing. You know, they walk on stage and you know, something funny is about to happen. Yes, absolutely. They did this really funny bit on an award show where they said that they've been friends for so long because they don't have the same taste in men. So they did a, who would you rather about the actors in the audience? And if you haven't seen it, you should look it up because it was hilarious. (laughs) I will. I'll be looking at that one. Maybe we should do a, who would you rather sometime too? Oh, that's a good one. I do have a game. Would you rather the sick and twisted edition? And they ask sick and twisted 
questions. Oh, I have a hard time with would you rather just the regular game. Right. So I don't think I could do sick and twisted. Sick and twisted. Well, I'm going to play it with you next time. Oh, gosh. We can't. I'm actually going to go get it for our next podcast. Oh, golly. (laughs) Make me make me choose something disgusting. Yeah. Great. (laughs) All right. Well, I think that's all we can do on Tina and Amy. They have just this amazing longstanding friendship. They're so funny together. Yeah. I liked, I love their friendship and I'm so glad we were able to dissect it a little bit and talk about it today. I have a bestie question. Oh, what is it? Let's hear from our besties. Yes. So this bestie asks, how do we navigate conflict in friendships? That's a really good question. I think you need to catch it early. Before feelings are hurt, before you're in too deep, if a friend is hurting you with their words or actions, I think quickly letting them know, hang on a second. I don't like where this is going. What you're saying is hurting my feelings and just stopping it before it becomes this huge problem. Yeah. I love that answer. And I think too, if they're a true friend, they're not purposely trying to hurt you or offend you. So I think talking to them right away is the best way to stop it. I absolutely agree because they're not, if they're good friends, they're not doing it on purpose. Yes. And that leads into just not being too sensitive. I think sometimes it can be a you problem. If you're being too sensitive about something, the other person doesn't mean it. That's why I feel like you and I don't have a lot of conflict because we both know that we would never do anything purposefully to hurt each other. Right, right. So if I was ever hurting you in a way, you would know that it was not on purpose. And then you could decide for yourself, do you brush it off or do you approach that person? which I would hope that you would approach me if I ever, ever, ever say anything that upsets you or offends you. I would love for you to tell me so that I don't do it again, because that would never be my intention. Yes, I agree wholeheartedly. I think they have your best interest at heart. So basically talk to them early. Don't be too sensitive. Know that they have your best interest at heart. If it's a really a best friend of yours. That's how we do it. Yeah. Talk to each other. Don't go behind your backs. Talk to each other. And I think most of the time things can be worked out just by simply talking to each other. All right. Do we have a think and sync? What would be a good think and sync for this episode? I think it should be pregnancy. Pregnancy. Okay. Baby mama. I don't know. I feel like it goes with it. Okay. Okay. I've got one. Do you? Okay. I do. I'm ready. Three, two, one. Morning pregnancy sickness. pants. Oh, do you know the pants? I said pregnancy pants. You said morning sickness. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I'm referring to? The pregnancy pants that I got from you. Mm-hmm. I do. The and perfect, I wore those. They were the perfect pregnancy pants. I wore them till the end of my pregnancy. And so they had the perfect belly 
flap I had stretched <laughs> out for you. <laughs> they were so comfortable. I will have to, and they were super stretchy. I was even able to wear them for months after having my daughter. Yes, I know. I was still wearing them when you got pregnant and I was like, darn it. I have to give up my pregnancy pants. I want to even say I wore them for my son. Like when I was pregnant with him. I'm sure you did. They were I, perfect. I Do you forgot. still have them? Did you I, pass them on? I think they probably just like one day in the wash disintegrated. <laughs> probably did. What's I wore this them string every in the day. bottom of my washer. <laughs> it was my pants. <laughs> all this dis- yeah. <laughs> they finally disintegrated. But yeah, I wore those things. I put some miles on those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I had already put some miles on those. That was a good gift. I'm so glad you remembered that because I had forgotten until now. And then I said morning sickness because you and I both were really sick mm-hmm. with our first ones. You were more sick than I, but those first three months, I didn't think I was going to make it through. I know. Same. That was terrible. That was terrible. That was my first pregnancy. My second pregnancy, I don't think I threw up once. I was nauseated, oh. but I didn't throw up. I was fine. Yeah. Same here. Second pregnancy, very little, you know, I think I felt some uneasy. I felt some fatigue, but overall Mm -hmm. it, it was, it was fine. It wasn't anything I couldn't get through the day with. Yes. Well, that was a good one. We didn't pick the same thing, but I feel like we both picked some good, some good choices. I miss, I love the pants. Yes. And I love how this triggers memories for us. Yes, absolutely. All right. Next time we'll get them next time. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Besties. Thanks besties. Love you. Best friend. Love you. Best friend. If you have a bestie question or comment or have a request, reach out to us via email at Sam and Tris at gmail.com or message us through our Instagram long distance BFF. <laughs>